transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. So our topic today is lessons learned from the chronic kidney disease in children's study. My guest is Dr. Bradley Wardy. Dr. Wardy is the director of the Division of Nephrology at Children's Mercy and director of dialysis and transplantation. Dr. Wardy, welcome to the show. Thank you. How about just a background? Like, what, why did we need this study, Dr. Wardy? Well, chronic kidney disease uh, is something that affects children and adults. Uh, but one of the things that we've found over the years is that for those patients, those children, who go on to develop end-stage kidney disease or the need for dialysis or transplantation, they can shorten their life expectancy by as much as 50 years. And so this study was established to allow us to get a better handle on the factors that lead to the progression or worsening of chronic kidney disease with the hopes of ultimately being able to delay that progression or even prevent the progression to kidney failure. So when you were setting up this study, I know you're one of the um, co-authors um, of this study. Uh, what, what what were some of the basic objectives you, you wanted to line up for this? Well, it was important that we uh, have a number of different sites around the country involved so that we could uh, study an adequate number of children. And so we've had up to 54 different centers, all pediatric kidney centers from uh, around the nation and, and in uh, Canada, uh, participating in this study. Our goal was to try to define risk factors uh, that lead to the progression or worsening of chronic kidney disease, uh, as well as to look at the impact of that kidney impairment uh, on cardiovascular or heart disease, uh, neurocognitive development or brain development, uh, as well as growth. So three important outcomes uh, of chronic kidney disease. And so setting up this study, obviously getting uh, as many centers involved with it was important to this. Um, what's the basic methodology, basic setup for this study? Well, the study is uh, what we call an observational study. So we see these children on a yearly basis uh, and obtained a, a battery of tests on them, uh, everything from looking at their growth, looking at their weight gain, uh, looking at their developmental function, and looking at their heart function. So we do this uh, uh, annually so that over time, we can evaluate the progression of chronic kidney disease or any of these complications. Uh, and importantly, we can separate out those children who experience progression from those children who do, who do not experience progression and try to define what's different between those two different cohorts. I also noticed here, so I actually pulled up, there's a, a nice website that, that describes the study, and, and I see here that one of the things um, that you guys are trying to do here is, you know, as as there is this progressive decline in renal function, how are some of the other biomarkers, like cardiovascular uh, biomarkers, affect it? Can you tell us a little bit why that's important to look at in this study? Well, I, I think when we look at some of these, these biomarkers, uh, such as, let's say, high blood pressure, which certainly affects your heart function, we know now that high blood pressure are one of those factors that, that not only can, in fact, lead to worsening of kidney function, but it's a modifiable risk factor. And so the suggestion is that if we more aggressively manage that high blood pressure, treat that high blood pressure successfully, we may be able to delay that progression of chronic kidney disease. So trying to evaluate these other biomarkers, especially those that are modifiable with treatment, uh, may lend itself to interventional studies that ultimately show us uh, how we can positively impact uh, chronic kidney disease. So far, what are some of the key findings? 
Well, I think one of the key findings was that many of our children uh, have what we call mast hypertension, or elevated blood pressure that is only detectable when one utilizes a 24-hour blood pressure monitor. As many as nearly 40% of our kids had mast hypertension. And so I think that finding early on in the study uh, sort of highlighted the fact that conducting 24-hour blood pressure assessments, or ABPM, in children with chronic kidney disease uh, is essential and really should be part of the standard of care. You know, so, you know, when I look at the study and everything that you've mentioned so far, really, so, so the, the ultimate goal here, right, is to make sure that we slow the progression, make sure we can delay that need for transplantation as, as, for as long as possible, right? You mentioned um, once there's a transplant, what was the stat you gave about uh, mortality? Well, if, if, you, if you're on chronic dialysis, you, you may lose as much as uh, nearly 50 years of life expectancy. And so, uh, again, yeah. we want to prevent that development. Any other things that, you know, as this study continues and, and as you continue to um, evaluate the children in this study, what are some of the things that you are most excited about that you're seeing come out of this? Well, I think one of the uh, our recent publications um, e- evaluated what is called the kidney failure risk equation. This is a newly published study, just published this month, and it provides us with information on, for those kids who are progressing, how rapidly are they progressing? When are they likely to move on to the need for dialysis transplant? And I think utilization of this equation is important because it can allow us to plan for transplant so as to sort of prevent the need for dialysis in many of these children. Uh, This equation seems to uh, allow us to, if you will, predict the development of end-stage kidney disease in these children uh, with, with respect to about a two-year period of time. And so I think while we want to prevent the development of end-stage kidney disease, we know that some of these kids will move on uh, to the need for transplant, and the use of this equation may help us uh, plan the process much earlier than what's been planned in the past. So, Dr. Ward, you, 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 when you put it all together, what, what would you like the general pediatrician, the general family physician, the nurse practitioners out in the community, what would you like for them to know about chronic kidney disease in children? Well, I think the most important thing to to recognize is that uh, while many of these children with chronic kidney disease uh, will progress, will have worsening of their kidney function, there are things that we can do to slow that progression. So treating their high blood pressure is exceedingly important. Uh, Treating the protein that they have in their urine. Protein in the urine is another risk factor. We can oftentimes treat that with medication. Uh, Controlling their diet. There's there's a number of factors that, uh, again, are modifiable factors that can lend itself to a better outcome for these children. So I think the most important thing is to evaluate for these potential risk factors and then aggressively treat them. Dr. Wardy, I want to thank you for the work that you are doing at Children's Mercy, and thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy, Kansas City. For more information, you go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.